Hey everyone, welcome to Women's Work, Rising, Leading, and Thriving, produced by the Institute for Women, Wellness, and Work at Ursuline College. I'm Gina Messina, and this is a podcast that empowers women to recognize ourselves as the leaders we've been waiting for. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Patrice Russell, Talent Acquisitions Manager at one of Northeast Ohio's most recognized and beloved institutions, Akron Children's Hospital. Patrice, I'm so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much for being willing to share your wisdom with us. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I wanted to start off um, by asking you a little bit about your position. A lot of us have heard of the title Talent Acquisitions Manager, but we're not all sure exactly what that means and exactly what that role entails and what skills you've developed that you think are really critical to fulfill that position. Yeah, definitely. So a talent acquisition manager is typically someone who's going to be responsible for the recruitment and hiring uh, within the HR function uh, and really specializing in how do we find the right people with the right skills to fill the positions that we have available My role is a bit unique at Akron Children's, though, because it takes that people finding one step further and really digs into workforce development. So I'm actually a program manager. I get to oversee an amazing program called Career Launch, where we actually help students return to college fully paid for to kind of remove that financial barrier and help that adult learner take the next step in their career path. So I get to do a mixture of recruitment as I'm out in the community doing outreach and finding candidates but then also getting to make sure that our employee population as well has those development skills and opportunities to to take that next step. That is really fantastic. And I just want to say, I know so many wonderful things about Akron Children's Hospital. I have so many friends and colleagues that, of course, um, have been to your hospital and utilize your services. And I was really surprised and pleasantly surprised to learn that Your staff is 84% female and your administration is 100% female. And so I was wondering if you could share with us what it's like for you to be in a position and working for an organization where it is primarily made up of female employees and how that's different for you from other positions you've had where that wasn't the case. Yes. And I have to start by saying this past weekend, I was in White House Black Market shopping, which I should not be doing during COVID, but I had the uh, uh, fortuitous moment to run into someone and she was asking me, well, where do you work? Why are you buying these clothes? And I said, well, I work at Akron Children's. And in that moment, she told me about how her daughter was born there, how her son was treated there and how her grandson was currently at the hospital. I find that this hospital is so ingrained into everyone's hearts and experiences here in the Northeast Ohio region that I'm just, I'm truly thankful to work here. But anyways, to your question. So when we look at how the organizational structure impacts my day-to-day and how I feel about it, I have to say there's a level of care and thoughtfulness that kind of precedes everything. And by that, what I mean is I worked in banking for 10 years before coming to healthcare, before coming to children's. It was a very male-dominated, fact-driven, I don't want to say cold, but it was definitely a cooler environment where it was less of let's get to know you as a person and more of what is your production? What can you bring to the table? 
And I think those are definitely skills that are needed in the workplace. They are definitely value adds, but it's entirely different when you have a a woman at the head of the ship. Um, Our CEO and president, Grace Wakulczyk, is incredibly dynamic. She is human. And I think that's, it's such a silly thing to say, but every time I see her, you know, throughout this pandemic, she's done video updates for all of our employees to help us to understand where we are, what's going on. To me, that's that hallmark of female leadership when you understand that everyone on board needs to understand where they're rowing to. What is the destination? What obstacle are we trying to overcome? And how are we doing that together? So for me, my experience working in a female-led organization is really just that sense of connection, that sense of I can bring all of my authentic self to work. I can show up and have feelings and emotions. And those things can be leveraged to make me better in my role um, and, and to help us at the hospital. That is so, so well said. I love hearing about your experience because I myself have primarily worked in organizations that are primarily female. And I find that it is a very different experience. And statistically, we see that, you know, women bring different skill sets and not that men and women aren't equally emotionally intelligent or equally good leaders, but they lead in different ways. And I think what you're saying here is encouraging people to show up as themselves and to recognize each employee as a whole person and not just what can you do for me? But how can we work together and do something great is such a different tone. So I I really appreciate you sharing that. I wonder if you can talk a little bit about what would be, you know, your best advice to someone who is, you know, looking to build their leadership skills and wanting to really move forward in their careers. What would be your best piece of advice for them? So my best piece of advice is an adage that I think we've heard and we know, but we don't embrace. And that's around failure. I think that you have to be comfortable leaning into those moments where you don't know everything. You don't know anyone and find your way through those moments. And and again, I know that that's just something that's very common, but you're not going to do everything 100%. It's not designed that way. That's why life is the greatest teacher and experience is the greatest teacher. And it's going to sharpen your skill sets so that if you start with those, what I like to think of less stressful or not the high stakes situations, right? Don't wait until you need to do a presentation in front of 5,000 people before you start sharpening up like your conversational skills. Take it like baby steps along the way and and just really be comfortable, again, exploring and seeking out those new explorations, new adventures, as I like to look at them as, so that you're continuing to refine the skill sets in in kind of your toolbox. Because I think the worst thing for a, a female leader, any leader, is to start to let the grass grow under your feet. You you don't arrive. You know, leadership is not like, oh, I woke up today and I'm a leader. The world is changing. Technology is changing. People are developing just extremely from these cross-cultural experiences that we're all having. And, you know, looking at the different dimensions of diversity that we all bring to the table, I think there's such an awareness and acceptance of those at this point that as a leader, you have to be comfortable continuing to grow as well. So what is the most important lesson that you have learned in your 
leadership tenure? So the most important thing that I've learned in my leadership tenure has to be that I have to rely on my team. I think that I came into it thinking that the leader, because they're the person who is in charge, they are the manager, that they are de facto the person who knows it all and can do it all. That is not true. Surround yourself with people who have those strengths that you need. Allow people to be successful. Figure out, and I think taking that a step back, you have to figure out where people's strengths lie. If you don't know your team and you don't know those key players, you don't know who to call upon. So I think there's a sense of, as a leader, needing to have those relationship building skills. And I think sharpening that not only helps you as a leader, but helps you in that networking and leveraging that we spoke about. But again, just getting to know your team, knowing what seat on the bus they need to be in to make everything move forward. And then it allows everyone to be successful. You know, you can't be a happy employee if you're not happy, healthy, and whole at home. And I think that's the other component of it. As a leader is, don't forget, don't forget about you. I I hate to say it, it sounds so cheesy, but what are you doing to take care of you, to sharpen you, and to stay, you know, kind of moving forward? So, yeah, I think it's... It's a bunch of things, Gina. (laughs) It's a bunch of things. That's uh, (laughs) it's so true. It's so true. So what are you doing to take care of yourself? What are your your wellness tips? (laughs) So number one, I have to thank my husband for Christmas. He got me a Peloton because I am usually, you know, outside, out and about. We know with the snow that just won't go away right now that, you know, it's harder to get out and about. And so I, I love having that sense of like, this is my me time whatever it might be, or curling up with a good book. That's always a great escape for me. Being able to have these virtual chats with friends like you and and others who just, you know, it's nice to see a smiling face and not feel like you're, you know, in your little bubble all alone. I think those are some of the things that just really bring me joy. Um, And I've got two little puppies too. So they, they keep me, you know, smiling and giggling too. So I just, I think it's again, just The the same way that we carve out time for meetings on our Outlook calendars, you got to carve out some time for you, even if it's just to sit and like meditate and re-channel in with yourself and, and what's important to you. Wonderful. Patrice, I cannot thank you enough for your time today and again for your wisdom. I'm so grateful and I am looking forward to our next conversations. Likewise. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening in today. And to learn more about our guests, visit our website at womenwellnesswork.ursuline.edu. Don't forget to subscribe to Women's Work on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.